Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. We are recording. Does that mean that I, it is time for Cabernet and Just in this moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just watched a very, I think, dare I say, perhaps underrated episode, or maybe just in my own mind. I feel like oft overlooked. Um, on IMDb, it was 9 out of 10 stars. Really? So I feel well, like so you guys have not overlooked it. Kudos to you. I'll drink to that. Yes. Um, I feel like a lot of people just don't really talk about it because there's been so much since then. True. And, um, and also, it was a little, if I might say, and I mean this in a non-derogatory way, a little bit of a Shauna reveal. A little really? bit of a, a little bit of a, I mean, it was a fake oh, out. It was okay. a fake That's out, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't real A, but it was an A. Yeah, yeah, it was like a little bit of an A fake out, so I feel like in that way, like, maybe that's why it's overlooked. By the way, the episode we're talking about is <laughs> episode 312 of The Lady Killer. The yes. three A finale just uh, prior to the our favorite Halloween Ghost train. train. Oh my god! Ghost train is Adam Lambert. So before we get into that though, business. There's so much business. Let's do it. Um, let's see. So Chelsea doesn't know about this yet. Oh and my I'm god! So I, excited to talk to her about I'm, it. So she gave me a little teaser, and we we're like, save it for the podcast. So save I wake up this podcast. morning at five a.m. because I have the worst sleep patterns ever. You want to do? And I see that like five hours prior, I or I Marlene King was tweeting up a storm, like answering questions. She was like, "Oh, I had uh, I think someone from her family was visiting." So she's like, "I haven't been ignoring you. I was just waiting for." Her that visit, and now I can answer questions again. And so... Oh, my God! Um, the first one I noticed was from PLL Sherlock. She uh, wrote it, like, was just like, oh, my God, and uh, quoted the tweet of Marlene saying, there is a twin you will find out soon. <gasps> Thank God! Here's the thing, though. I'm. I think that Marlene King is glad that I'm not her daughter, and I'm glad that I'm not her daughter because <laughs> soon it's January. Right. Like, right. I would be like, is right. it soon yet? Right. <laughs> is it soon yet? Is it soon yet? <laughs> like, how many days? How many minutes? <laughs> That's a good point because even if we found out in the first episode, which I'm sure we won't, that wouldn't be soon. Yeah. Like, what's soon to her? Yeah. She's like her soon would drive me insane. Oh my god! Because I'm not a patient lady. That's exciting though. Let's just hope the twin isn't like, oh, it's Lesser Lowe has a twin, or like fake Chris Hardwick has a twin. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Talia has a twin. <laughs> Talia does have a twin. So I oh my god, Cabernet and A. This Crest commercial that looked just like her, it literally this woman. it looks exactly like her, and it was another female Latina actress who has, like, a reverse freckle, like, her freckles on, like, the left side, and Talia's is on the right, but, like, they, they, like, I, like, literally was, like, am I being racist? And I was, like, no. I, like, put their pictures side by side, and they are freakishly alive. Super identical. And also, I found out that if you spend enough time on the internet, you can find out the actors' names who are on commercials. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> That's hard to do. That's yeah, no, it, to took, do. it took some time. Okay. It took some Google fanatic okay. Uh Shout out to Audrey, because that's one of her favorite things. Oh. Audrey, <laughs> Hi, Audrey. Miss uh, you. Hi, Bruce. Audie, and that's I her see. dog. Um, so then she also said, in the new intro, she says, there's going to be everybody shushing. Everybody gets a chance to shush. Oh, that's fun. So it's about 
damn time. I'm interested to see what that is. Yeah. Should we have said that these are spoilers? I feel like these aren't really spoilers. I, that, that was, I saw spoilers. people tweeting, like, spoiler, and, like, I was eh. just like, but these aren't... I feel like really spoilers. I'm sorry if you guys feel spoiled. They're like very low functioning spoilers. It's like everyone just like relax. Um, then I saw that Andrea Parker tweeted that she is returning to Rosewood this week. Ooh. And they're filming 6B today. That's great. So that means that she's in the 6B finale. <gasps> oh, they're filming the 6B finale today. Oh my god, that's exciting. Right. So like a bigger deal, obviously, and flashback. And it has to do with the De Laurentiis family <gasps> still. So I thought that was really fun. That's fun. Um, and then here's the bad news that I don't think you're going to like. Oh. So, back. no, um, five years means more new friends. No, that's what Marlene said. So, she literally said new friends. I don't know if it was new friends, oh but God. like more friends. Like, because they were like, I mean, I guess I that the makes sense. Speech. I guess it makes total sense. Five years, you gotta have some new friends. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't know. I have less friends. <laughs> I have older friends. <laughs> yeah, you've been hanging out with the fucking retirement community. I should also give, take a moment to shout out our wine because we actually had like oh, uh, yeah. an Argentinian wine company thank us for mentioning them. I don't know Wait, if you saw that. On I Twitter. did not see this. Hold the phone. You buried the lead. This is late breaking news. What's going on? How much are they sending us? They didn't send us anything. Damn they it. were like, they said something like, um, I'm working on my Spanish, but I'm also working on my French, so it's all come just crazy in my mind right now. <laughs> but from what I could gather from Google Translate and my translation, it was just like, thank you for mentioning That's us. fun. Um, so that was cool. So I'm going to give a shout out to the California wine, uh, Old Parcel. Ooh. It's block number four. It's a limited vintage. It's 13.9% uh, alcohol. I like it. It's a 2012 Zinfandel, and it's lovely. It's, it's very really nice. smooth. Um, you know, it's uh, it's got a nice little, it's got a little bit of acidity to it. A little bit of a zing, but I, it's got like a lot of uh, like the dark fruits and yes. the oakiness that I like. Maybe a little tobacco. It gives you just a little more of a zing than our favorite Ravens would, I would say. Yes. Would you agree? It's yes. just like a little bit more of a like... Yeah, there's a little bit more of like a tartness there. Yes. So, um, there's the wine portion of the... Uh, so, uh, Old Parcel Vineyards, uh, I know you guys are a small company, so if you guys want to give us some wine... <laughs> we really we enjoy our, it. Uh, small people who like wine. Exactly. Um, so, other news is that uh, I found this uh, hilarious Twitter account called at last week on PLL and uh, it is so funny it's like oh fake uh, Twitter it's like it's on Twitter they've got like when I followed maybe five people following them but it was just funny ridiculous storylines that were like thrown together conglomerates of characters and places it was almost like you know, modern Seinfeldy. I'm looking it up right now. And it okay, was, should I follow them? Yes. Okay. I mean, it, it's your account, but I thought they were so funny. I want to meet the person who does it because I think they did a really <laughs> good job. What did you just laugh at? Which just one? Just the very first one. Spencer mistakes a tree stump wearing a wig for Toby. <laughs> as Ezra purchases Arya's life rights for his blog. Pam wins a hug contest. <laughs> a hug this contest. is a genius idea. Yeah, so... Um, oh my god. How many followers do they have right now? Only 13. This yeah. is like a travesty. Oh my oh, god, We too. just found a treasure, guys. And Please I really, follow I Atlas, Atlas Week on PLL. This is hilarious. Because, uh, especially if you guys like us, I feel like you'll really enjoy the humor that's on there. Like, I... And they, they've got a bunch of them already, and they're really clever. Um... A little silly, and it, Chelsea's. Still I want to read the whole thing. Like, can we just pause this podcast so I can read this all? <laughs> Last week on PLL, Adam Lambert serenades Allison, who hates it. Aria breathes jealousy. Ashley has sex with Reese Matthews. Emily kills her spirit animal. That was my favorite <laughs> one. As soon as I read that, I was like, I'm following this person on Twitter, and maybe 
in real life. I just want to be friends with them. This is so funny. Oh my god, okay, I could go down a rabbit hole. Okay, great. So, um, and then LGBT Tom, or LGB Tom, made it to the end, and he yeah. uh, is a pal of Pretty Little Podcasters. Oh, he fun. actually joined their podcast at, um, for a few episodes, or maybe it just one, but um, I know they always chat with him. So, thank you so much for listening to the end, and Joining us, Tom, yes. that was really nice, and uh, he's a big KLL fan, he also has, um, he's a British fellow who has a TV podcast as well, I don't recall the name of it, but he's at LGB Tom on Twitter, so look him up, and uh, thank you so much for doing that. Thanks, Tom, and we should also collab with Pretty Little Podcasters again. We always yes. we should get them on the horn. I keep meaning to tell them, them. I run the Murder, She Wrote Facebook page. Oh my god! Oh, we never talked about that with them. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I should really just... I'm not posting anything on it. That would be a great thing to post yeah. on it to keep engagement up. Definitely. That was some dork side news. No, but um, we, we should have a time So, if you guys are listening, please... Remember to email me if I yeah. don't remember you. Please remind us to remind you to remind us. Um, um, my memory. But then uh, my last note yes. is a little bit of a, a weird theory. So we have talked about how we don't know PLL Sherlock on the podcast, but we haven't talked about how um, it's kind of a phenomenon. I think we both said uh, that it's weird and we love them. Bros watch PLL too, have no like internet footprint. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think we did mention that, or maybe even, did we do a little intro when we talked to them on the episode we talked to them? Possibly. I don't know, but yeah, I feel like maybe we have talked to them, or talked about that, where like, we tried to like, when we had them on, we were like, oh, let's be good, like, hosts, and have a little, like, backstory, like, so, I see you do this, what do you think about this? And yeah, yeah, they're very on the radar. Yeah, and like, when... I think we said something like congratulations on their new job. They were like, I don't talk about my job. (laughs) Which I was just like, are they like on a competing network? Is there like, I I don't know. But it was, um, I was, (laughs) I was sick this week and I was laying around and I was like, Benjamin Light, Marco Sparks, Light Sparks. I was like, those are fake names. (laughs) Oh my God. What if they are? I think they're known to (laughs) players. What if they are? I I think they are. Can I tell you? Like, legit big ups to, if that is true, I fucking love that theory, uh, Bros Watch PLL 2 and PLL Sherlock, how much of a mystique you guys have, because meanwhile, us over here, I'm like, "Uh, I had a yeast infection last week. It was a little, you know, like, I didn't notice right away, but then, like, someone mentioned something. No, no, I mean, we're always like, this is our location. I know. Here's my social security number. Problems. Like, let's talk about our issues. These are the people we've slept with. Like, we're... You want to call them. It's numbers 817. Yeah. We actually really take the whole idea of, like, leave a little bit of mystery <laughs> and just throw it out the door. And now I know when no one returns my messages on Bumble, which I just started fucking with again this week. Oh. I was, like, over the online dating for a little bit. You know, I yeah. just kind of... You have to be in a mood, right? Like, Absolutely. I feel like I got very burnt out. And then I was like, what the hell? I'll, like, experiment with Bumble because friend of the podcast, Kelly Noonan, yes, is, like, big fan of Bumble. And, yeah, it seems like a, a well enough app, but it just... You still have to put... And, you know, give a shit. So I was, like, on there a little bit the past couple days, and, like, right away. So I forget if... I guess I haven't mentioned this. Yeah, I might have mentioned it in next week's episode, which, spoiler alert, we recorded early, because Sue is going to be... In France. In party. Well, I'm going to Burgundy and France. So I'm going to Burgundy wine country for a little while, and then I'm going to Paris for a little while. So jealous. Um, and I, like, it's so funny because I feel like such a, like, twat being like, I'm going to France. And I went, I, I went last October, like, I it hasn't. Like, you know, like, my annual trip to France. But, like, my life has been do. such a shit show that it's, like, literally, it's, like, so, like, one of the PAs at work came up to me and she was, like, we have a pool of who needs a vacation the most no. in the office. No. And you why? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Also, why is 
that a poll? That's hilarious. They were, like, talking about, because I think they were all complaining about how tired they were, right. and I think somebody was just like, no, so-and-so is more tired than us, and they have it worse than us, right. and then it was like, it, like, went through it, and they were like, no, Sue's the worst. And I was like... <laughs> Like, it's fine, I'm going soon. <laughs> yeah. Everyone relax. Well, and that's the thing. Like, that was in, like, maybe July. <laughs> so it's like, I'm finally oh. going <laughs> on this trip. Okay. Like, like, thanks, guys. Where's the money you pulled? I can yeah. use it in wine country. But so Sue's going away. I'm going to be on, like, codependence withdrawal. But uh, I'm trying to backtrack how we got to that. Oh, yeah, so we tape next week. I forget if I talked about it or not, but I'm going to talk about it now. And this is sidebar and then I'll get back to Bumble. I know you're on the edge of your seat, but legit, my little kitty, you might have been following Ringworm Gate. Now because we were like doing the test to see if the ringworm was okay or if the medication was doing okay in his little system, we happened to find out he has diabetes and has probably had it for a while and it was just like going untreated and undiagnosed. So I was dealing with that, and so, like, real talk, if anyone listening has experienced an animal having diabetes, like, this all just happened over the weekend, and so I would really, really love, legitimately, tweet at me or or email us, and let me know if you have experience, because I just really would love to talk to someone else who's experienced it, because obviously I have my vet, but I mean, like, that's different than talking to a human who's just, like, actually, like, been in the trenches, so legitimately, um email cabernet at gmail or tweet us about that and then also so back to my dating life uh, <laughs> so then I was like on bubble and I was just you know shooting the show with some people and uh, they were kind of like how's your weekend I was like well my cat just got diagnosed with diabetes and then I was like <laughs> too much information all the time and that's the point that was a long way around the block to get to the point that I can never not tell everything in my life. I, I just, just like, you want to make out? My cat has diabetes. Mm, so you like, levels. I hope that you find a man who immediately makes a Wilford Brimley joke. <laughs> like, that would be the best. <laughs> like, or, like, they find the picture of, like, the Wilford Brimley cats. Oh, my and God. And then they're just, like, the one that's, like, I have diabetes. And, like, <laughs> then I want you to marry them. I mean, I wish, I don't even think that person responded, or if they did, I must not have cared about what he said back. And also probably, like, four out of the eight or nine people I was engaging with were, like, just people I knew, and was just, like, fucking around. And they're like, hey, come here often? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, so what are you working on these days? Okay, cool. (laughs) Well, see you at work. See you at the office. Um, Anyway. That's always the worst when you're, like, um, (laughs) um... for a while, OkCupid okay was, and I, I haven't been on for a long time, so I don't know if this is still true, but it was literally like who's who in open mics, <laughs> like oh in my the stand-up God. comedy scene in New York. It's all, and it's, I used to run an open mic, and it was so embarrassing because it was like people would email me asking to be on the list through OkCupid. Okay no, are you kidding? And I'd be like, oh, you have a new message. And I'd be like, yo, can I get a spot tonight? And I'd be oh, like, oh my god, this isn't even a euphemism for sex. That's tragically <laughs> hilarious. So I never knew. Um, so. Uh, do you have any All more right. shout-outs or business? I have one more really quick business, and then do we'll get into it. The only one, and again, I feel bad. I'm sure there was other people. I feel like uh, a lot there of people were doing, like, um, doing great things. Well, I, I, I feel bad that I feel like we don't always. I feel like sometimes some people who tweet, they, they made it to the end, slip through the cracks. But we see you, and hopefully we've been retweeting or favoriting really you. Really you guys. I feel like we've seen y'all. But in particular, Katie, Katie at, uh, underscore Kem... Salro, K-A-M-C-E-L-R-O, I probably butchered that. Um, well, she tweets at us, but then also emailed, but she made it to the end, number one. But also, she pointed out the interesting fact that I just, I don't know if I ever, like, internalized, and I don't know, Sue, if we've ever talked about this, tell me, but it, it was like a mini mind-blowing moment when I read it at work the other day. She said, wouldn't, so the whole idea of, CC sending Sarah Harvey as Black Widow into Wilden's funeral to make sure he's dead. Yeah. Wouldn't she have known he was dead, not only that she allegedly killed him, but then who the hell was dragging his dead body all around town and moving into different locations? Like, he got shot by the lake and ended up in the street by the car. So, like, wouldn't she have known that he's dead? I think... No, because she murdered... Like, it was, like, it's a fact that she killed him by the lake. She killed him by the lake. And then it ends up, like, on Main Street, 
Rosewood. So, maybe, like, she so maybe she said. like shot him, ran away, and made Bethany put away the body. Or Sarah? Sarah, sorry. Faux but wouldn't have Sarah, but then wouldn't she have believed Sarah in that moment? Like, I dragged his dead body over the course of multiple days to a second <laughs> location. Like, why did they have to also go to the funeral? I'm just saying. It's an interesting thing that no, it never registered it, with me before. That's very, a really good point. Very true. Right? Yeah. Katie, shout out to you. That, that's a smart an American hero. Um, all right. Should we talk about... American hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on <laughs> the never thought I could be so free. I'm around, I'm around. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Sorry. Um, that's fine. Could it we not now owe $100,000 for this episode, but that's Ooh, fine. It's worth sorry, it. Guys. It's worth it. It was now. It was completely parody. No one listens to this episode Honka, who knows Honka. how... Uh, <laughs> that made a parody. Honka, Honka. Um, <laughs> All right. So episode 312 got off to an exciting start. They start with the end of the episode first when we see that someone has been shot. Hannah is crying. Yeah. The police officer asks, do you know the deceased to Emily? She says, yes, it's my friend. And the audience just waits with bated breath. Who is the deceased? Because you know it's not one of the liars at that point. Right, because they're all there. They're all there. Um, Do you remember, Sue, how, because I wasn't watching live yet. This was the middle of season three. I did not start watching live until season four. So do you remember how this was teased? Like, were they like, someone will die, or something tragic, or there we'll was, find out who A is. Like There what? was definitely, like, a death, and then, like, the last few seconds you had to watch kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Because I feel like, and guys, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember making sure that my DVR would record like later. Yeah. Because I feel like there was something where it was like, you have to see the final minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm <gasps> there. the final minute? ABC Family, you've got me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was yeah. exciting. I remember even, I mean, even watching in hindsight, as was my experience, and figuring like, okay, well, it's not anyone major who's dead. Mm-hmm. I still was like riveted by that. Oh, I mean, I definitely, I think... I don't remember who I thought was dead, but right. I thought it was someone Poor major. Yeah. I did not think it would be Nate at all. Yeah. But the way that they were upset, you know, you definitely thought it was like a Toby and Ezra, especially because it was Emily and um, Hannah. There was a lot of, like, was it Lucas? Was it, I don't know. There was right, just a lot right, of right, thought right. about who could it be. Um, but... I think that the interesting thing is this episode. So this is also, I feel like, the conclusion of our A oh, Reveal right. series. Right. Comparing the A Reveals. And it starts out like all other A Reveals where they're super duper short somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. I feel and like that's it's almost it's every episode, but still. And Paige. this is the era of Paige. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, and we also have, this is one of the episodes we want to watch, is that Paige did try and kill Emily, and that's her way of flirting. Yes. Um, Right. So, it's not out of the question. She also knew Allie and didn't really tell anybody about that, which is a common trait in significant others of liars. Right. Two out of two liars have had that happen to them. Exactly. Um, So, that was interesting. It's the pigskin theory, I would say. Yeah. is uh, But um, it's also interesting because Spencer's, at, like, at one point being, like, she was jealous of Allie. And I don't feel like it was a jealousy thing. No. It feels more like a competitive nature thing. Sure. Because it was through sports that they met. Yep. And they didn't like each other. They were adversaries. Right. I don't think that there was, like, a, oh, I want to be like Allie. I think it was more like, I want to You're a heinous kill bitch. My I want to take bully. you out. Yeah, absolutely. Because Allie bullied her. I agree. Um, because Allie was actually jealous of Paige because she was better than yeah, her. Yeah, I would agree with that. At this, I think they were, what was it, soccer? Either soccer or was field it field hockey? hockey? Yeah. But I feel like lacrosse? if it was field hockey... Lacrosse? Maybe it was lacrosse, because if it was field hockey, it Spencer would have 
yeah. known about it. Right. So, yeah. That's where we start the episode. Aria is definitely wearing one of my old show choir skirts. And the first thing we see her, it's like a metallic blue. And That's it's really an uncanny cute. resemblance to one of my old show choir outfits. Shout out to the Clarion Singers. That's really funny because my note <laughs> on her skirt is Aria's skirt is something of my Wonder Woman dream collection. Because <laughs> I, I often like subtly dress myself in Wonder Woman-esque attire. That's like I, I, I just I love, love, love Wonder Woman. And it was uh it's very Wonder Woman-y. Hilarious. I'm sad that that Wonder Woman series never saw fruition. I know. What about the chick that? from Friday Night Lights? Yeah. I think NBC just is just show? so like. Did they shoot a pilot or is it just a? I think they did, yeah. and then it just Five never months. saw the light of date. I think it was maybe too expensive or didn't test well. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it ever saw air, which makes me sad because I think it took me a while to like admit that Friday Night like Light Girl. Uh, could be Wonder Woman. Right. Diana. I forget her. And then you came to terms with it, and they were like, just kidding. Yeah. So it was like, way to make me go through all that emotional turmoil, NBC. Really quick, just keeping with the fashion, because I feel like I don't often comment on fashion, but things stuck out to me. This is just an aside. Hannah was wearing very fun earrings, and it made me wonder, should I wear earrings again? I used to wear earrings all the time. I feel like they were, like, my thing. Maybe not even as long as I've known you. Maybe it was more in college. But then I feel like I don't even wear, like, studs in, like, years and years and years. Am I sleeping on earrings still? Um, that's really interesting because one of the things that I am playing... So, I'm not big on, like, souvenirs. Like, I don't, like, collect spoons or, like, T-shirts or sure. anything. Well, like, I like to get different things when I go to different places. So, the first time I went to France, I got a hat and I got a... Not pale, uh, bottle of nail polish. Okay. This time I'm going for jewelry, and I, because I don't, a lot of my earrings are like broken or mismatched and stuff. So I'm, I was actually going with the idea of like I really want earrings or a watch. That's a great France. idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. So, because I like getting everyday things from the place that you visit, so then when you wear them, you're like, oh, this reminds me of this place. I love that idea. Um. So. Yeah, don't sleep on the earrings. Don't I think it's time to embrace earrings. And then uh, what we shouldn't embrace is Spencer's giant butt bow <laughs> on her donkey dress. That's such a prominent butt bow. And this was in the... Do you think it's like a donkey booty reference? Oh my god! Is it just like a nod to pin the tail? I, maybe. Just a little whimsical nod. This is definitely... I feel like we've talked about this, if not on the podcast, maybe just pre-podcast era when we were just watching and talking amongst ourselves. But um, Spencer definitely in this era had a very lengthy, like, animal attire yeah. phase. And I, I think this like might to, be at the beginning of it. This is the darkest. I was like, I would like to track her, the correlation of... The animal that she's wearing and her behavior. Because <laughs> I was That's like, she's literally being a jackass, and she wears the fox. Is she being sly? Like, that I was hilarious. You know what this sounds like? Sherlock theme. Let's do it. Make that it, is a PLO Sherlock theme. If you're not going to talk to us, at least we true. <laughs> Hashtag PLO Sherlock animals. Also, I was going to say, it sounds like a thesis paper. It yes. sounds like a very strong proposal for a thesis paper. So if you're in college and wondering what you're going to do for your communications major. Which one time, do you remember the time someone emailed us because they were doing legitimately like a thesis type paper based on PLL themes and like emailed us to fact check something? I feel like I told you about this when we could remember. I think remember. you did. <laughs> I mean, every, my whole life so I was like every, like, I mean, the fact that you emailed us regarding this life. information is just, I mean, no one... There's no higher... The president could be like, you're a stand-up citizen. I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Not even a comic. You're a stand-up citizen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, well, All right. So, and then, oh, the other fashion note. Yes. Mona's frilly socks. Oh, my God. Everything. They just, like, bring me back. Like... I'm not really a girly person or a girly girl, but, like, man, it just made me want to be, like, six years old in my cute little Easter dress and the frilly socks and Mary Jane's. Like, it was just, I was a kid that was always dressed very well, and, like, my mom was always very, like, 
everything had to be perfect. Right, like, right. she would spend a lot of time on my bow, and I'd be right. like, I'm just going to sit down and, like, crumple it. And right. it was like, no, it had to be worked just right. My curls right. were just curled. Like, right. everything was very placed, and those socks were just, like, always. I remember I would, like, slouch them, and she'd be like, no, it has to be, like, like, and like watching Mona with her little socks, it just felt very similar. I love that. Totally, totally flashbacks. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. That was my alarm to remind myself to take my antibiotics. It's just because... nice that it's not tippy for once. Yeah. It's always tippy. It's probably no, it's it about to be tippy in about a few minutes. It was go. okay, go. Here it goes again. That's my uh, default ring. It's nice. It just um, like keeps energy up. Yeah, just well, taking care of this ear infection. While you do that, speaking of ears, speaking of ears and earrings <laughs> and jewelry, what the hell is up with that earring that was in Alice Kaufman? I feel like we talked about this before, so we don't have to belabor it, but in this episode, while Arya's wearing the show choir skirt and Hannah's wearing the funny earrings, they toss out, once again, the like ruby earring that was the earring that Arya supposedly found in her father's couch in his office that she thought belonged to Meredith, and then puts it in Allison's grave, and then it comes back to haunt her. And then Meredith eventually is like, that ain't my earring. Yeah. So, we still don't know whose it was, or I guess, do we just... I think they were, I think we're supposed to infer that they are Allie's, and that Mona had them. Okay. That makes or sense. Mona CC, I guess, took them from... Did it to cause trouble? Or did Allison even do it just to cause trouble, just to be a, an idiot? Maybe. Just to cause drama. Maybe. Yeah. All right. I'll get over it. I'll put it, I'll put it to bed. All right. Um, trying to think of the fashion thing. This is really, really quick. Just how to do that, too. Uh, was the intervention, so with all this fun fashion we're talking about happened because they were trying to have, like, sort of an intervention of sorts with Emily to be like, we think Paige is A, and Emily's yeah. like, fuck all y'all. Was that all before school? Yeah, they, like we're doing so much. Before I like rolled out of bed like into pants. Like I would have like pants like just like <laughs> sitting there. Sitting, yeah, like standing, so I could just like roll into them and like run out the door with wet hair. And they were like having interventions, like pre homeroom. Kudos See, to them. I was very much somebody who would get up early, and I would go to Dunkin' Donuts. Like, especially as soon as I could drive, oh I would go, get up early, go to Dunkin' Donuts, and then sit in my car and listen to music and smoke cigarettes and, like, read my book or whatever, or, like, do whatever last-minute homework, and that was, like, my me time in the morning. But, like, That's I would awesome. say that, like, I had a lot of time to kill in the mornings, because I would usually wake up around 6. Okay. And I would be, like, in school, it started, like, what, like, 7.40? Yeah. And I feel like I would be hanging out in the park. Like, the thing is, like, the parking lot only had so many spots for seniors, and then you would have to park far away. Right. So I would, like, get a good spot and right. just, like, chill, and that, that was my morning. But I, I would get have a good, like, hour and a half to kill. Looking back at that, like, because our school for us started at 7.37, Looking back and thinking of, like, having to not just be awake, but be somewhere that early is, like, mind-boggling to me now. <laughs> and people, like, I'm sure, like, half of people listening are like, you know, fuck you, I have to be at work at six or something, but yeah. I, get, I just, even, like, okay, maybe we're a little bit spoiled, or you probably, I think, have to be at work earlier than me. I go to work, like, 10, 10, 30. That's what I mean. Okay. That's what so, I usually do. I mean, I will go in early. If need be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As need be. But, like, even, like, though, I feel like what's another common time to get to work? Like, nine? Even that is a far cry from 7.37. Are you kidding me? How did we live? No wonder I was, like, exhausted all the time. I just, looking back at high school, the number one thing I think about is just, like, being exhausted all the time. Like, we're not designed to get out that early. It's the interesting thing, though, my niece go is in Pennsylvania, and she goes to high school, and she's a senior this year. And she said that they have late start for seniors. Good for that. Which I was like, God that bless. is genius. That's really genius. If you're a senior in good standing, you get to roll in at like 9.30. That's Which is incredible. Perfect. Like when she told me that, I was like, That's I couldn't be happier for you. That's a great system. That because that's exactly idea. how much you need. Because when you're a teenager, it's like the first time you're finally staying up and acclimating it and your body kind of wants to stay it's like a proven thing that like 
people, kids that age, aren't designed. Like, they're physiologically designed to, like, not be up that early. It's, like, yeah. a physiological thing. That just, like, and it's, like, not good for them to be up yeah. that early and working on anything. Oh, my God. It's crazy. So I thought that was really interesting. That's great. That she gets to do that. Lucky um, you guys. I don't know how everything works within the school with that, but, uh, yeah, I was like, that's genius. So maybe they had something like that in their school. But also, I, and it's funny, I'm sure we've talked about it before, and everyone's brought it up at some point, but it's just, have you, did you ever skip class in high school? Listen, my dad is the principal, so no. Yeah! <laughs> All right, so, I mean, with the last name, like, Funk, you know what I'm there. <laughs> like, it's not, like, something like, oh, Smith, all right, whatever, maybe there was, some, like, it's like, uh, no, I'm so, f like, you can fucking spot me anywhere. Right. It's not like I went to a big high school. I skipped class twice, and I got caught once. Oh, wow. But, I mean, when I say skipped, even, it wasn't even that long. Like, I went out for... Burger King during an art class when I right. was sub. Right. And then I think the other time was, like, I probably went out and got cigarettes at 7-Eleven and came back. Right. Like, it wasn't, like, and it was probably, like, one of those days, like, I think it was, like, towards the summer where no one gave a fuck. Right. Exactly. So it was just, like, and I got demerits when I went to Burger King. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it it's was worth like, it though for Burger King. I had Burger King uh, breakfast recently at the airport, and it was life changing. Well, that was what I did. I got everybody Burger King breakfast. That's worth it. And I had a double period of art, so it wasn't even like I was ahead of schedule with my project, and, I, and like we had a sub, and I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna get like, what does everyone want for breakfast? Let's do this." Right. And so I got everybody breakfast, and I was a hero for five minutes until. You know, right. Vice principal came in and was like, Miss Funk, can I talk to you? <laughs> What's well, like the word? Probably the irony was like, I probably could have gotten away with whatever because, I mean, number one, I wasn't trying, like, I was like super scared to like do anything wrong. Like, I just didn't have that gene in me where I wanted to like push the system. I wanted to like be status quo and just be like, okay, I don't want to be in trouble or have anyone mad at me. But then also, my dad being the principal, it was like I felt. Uh, even more responsibility, I guess, above, you know, whatever I already or already felt. But the irony was I probably could have done whatever because everyone was just assumed, I feel, in my, my high school is so small, that, like, oh, yeah, Chelsea, she's she's doing fine. She's not trying to do anything weird. Yeah, like, you we probably, probably could have gone out if, if for she's breakfast. At, if, if I ran like, into Chelsea at Burger King, or if a teacher probably told yeah, her too. then you'd probably be like, oh, cool, Chelsea, just picking up breakfast? Probably supposed to be. That sounds good. Like, the yeah. worst I would do would be, like, I was pretty big. I feel like I would have used the system and just, like, taking a hall pass and going to the bathroom or something. Or maybe not even. Or just being kind of, like, I gotta, like, step out for a minute and then just, like, doing things unrelated to anything I had to be doing. Like, just going yeah. to find my friend's class and talking to them and, like, past teachers in the hall. They'd be like, oh, hey, Chelsea, hey, Chelsea. You know, being yeah. like, just, like, somewhere I'm absolutely not supposed to be. But I wouldn't ever be so bold as to lose school grounds. I don't think I ever did that. But they all just, like, cut so blatant. It's just like, oh, like, she didn't show up to this class. She didn't show up to that class. Like, nobody's mother's contacted. Yeah. No one's worried. Like, we would shit a brick if somebody noticed that you were gone. Oh, my God. It's, like, like terrifying. And it was really hard to not be noticed that you Definitely. were gone. And Rosewood High doesn't seem all that mammoth of a high school. No. So I, I mean, it we just, call bullshit. But I mean, dream worlds, whatever. If that that would be my dream reality of high school, where if I could have gone, come and gone as I pleased, I would have probably had lung cancer all over. <laughs> so let's be honest, I was such a chain smoking sixteen year old. I was the most ridiculous. And have uh, single-handedly cut Burger King in business, maybe. <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't. I don't think I even went that often to Burger King. It was like a fluke. Yeah. There was like maybe some like new breakfast sandwich or something. There was some sort of like promotion, Images, I feel right, like. Right. Maybe they had the new fries or right. something. Yeah. I mean, listen. You know, you have it. to go. But um, my last fashion note was uh, Emily is uh, on the cusp of fashion because she had the cutout shoulders before oh my mini leaks. <gasps> 
because if you look at Mimi Leakes, uh, Real Housewife of Atlanta, uh, her fashion line is like all cut out shoulders that's on hilarious. HLN or whatever that is. No, that's headline news. HSN. HSN. <laughs> Nancy Grace is just hawking Mimi Leakes. Um, anyway, so that's the fashion portion of the episode. That was a good fashion portion. Yeah. Um, so let's. See. I have like a, a couple legit uh, plot questions here. Do it. So, uh, which A was it? So, the, like, a lot of the plot driving thing in this episode is that A was texting them, threatening them, being like, meet me in the cemetery by Allie's empty grave. I want Maya's bag. You guys have Maya's bag? I want it. And they're like, there must be something in Maya's bag that A wants. Because they're telling us that that's what it is. Uh, but is it really Cece slash Sarah Harvey slash Mona that is asking them to meet them to get the bag? And if so, what would any of those characters want? Or did Nate actually send? I mean, like, I guess I was always under the impression until really watching this with a discerning eye this time that Nate was a fake out. He was never A. He killed Maya, but he had nothing to do with the A game. He didn't even know about the A game. But was Nate the person who sent one of the A-texts in this message? Did he send the text to Paige that said he needed a cemetery? He did. And it was signed A? So does he know about it? I don't think it was signed A. It was. A hundred percent, I promise. Because I remember thinking that specifically when Paige was holding it up and we see it. The camera sees Paige getting a text that's like, Rosewood Cemetery, 10 p.m., be there, A. And like we see it as an audience, yeah. but Emily doesn't know. And 100% said from A. But Maya didn't know about A. That's what I'm saying. So how did Nate know? Unless, I mean, with Emily, did Emily spill the beans to him? I don't think so. So what I'm, that's why I'm confused and why I'm wondering, is it all just a coincidence? Like, was it, because remember, at the end, Mona is telling Toby, like, even the best laid plans go awry. So I'm wondering, did Mona? No, so Mona had Toby do it. And I think that all of the distorted voice is yeah. Toby. Definitely, I agree with you. I definitely and I think that Toby, so I think Toby was supposed to get everyone there and make it seem like it was Paige. And plant the phone in Paige's back. back. So Paige is going to say, A told me to come here, Got and then it. A's phone was supposed to ring, and they were yeah. supposed to see that it was her. Yeah. And then... Um, Got it. But Nate just intercepted it along the way. Yes. Yeah, okay. See, that's, that's what I think we have to believe, because that is the most, like, I don't think Nate knew about A, it doesn't but make I sense. Think, I think Nate just intercepted the whole thing, and that's why then Mona I, was like, oops, it went awry, because Nate got bald. The Maya's bag thing was that I think they're, they, CC thought there was proof that Allie was alive. Oh, that makes total sense. I think that's that why they sense. wanted the bag, and I think at sense. this point, CC was telling Mona, and like, Mona was getting breadcrumbs to get her layer back. And, like, that's what we see her. It's like she's finally got a layer back, and she's yeah. so happy. And she's, yeah. like, and she's that just taking sense. orders and doing whatever Cece tells her to do because yeah. she's part of the game again. That makes sense. Okay, great. I'm so, satisfied with that. Yeah. Um, I like the nod of Arya lying. This was I, a big theme this episode. I saw you note that because I was about to say the same thing and, or I noticed the same thing and then I noticed that you were also making a note. Yeah. This is a big like throwing clues at Arya being a era. Yeah. This was like And the clue was that Emily, Emily looked at Arya and said, when did you get so good at lying to your friends? But then also Alex Mack comes in oh, yeah. and she's like, Are we cool, bitch? Are we cool, Aria? I mean, Amy? Right. I, like, I'm looking at you. It right. was like, I see you. It was totally you. like some Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. What's good? It was totally what's good. It was um, original what's good. It was. It was. WG. Yeah, Alex Mack like, taught Nicki Minaj all of her swagger. Hilarious. Oh my god, that is the best video ever. <laughs> Nicki Minaj being taught swagger by Alex Oh Mack. my god. Alright, anyway, <laughs> I digress. But yeah, so it was very much like uh, Arya is a liar and like Arya's lying to Ezra, and Ezra's like, what's up, babe? Babe? Love you, babe. Um, Love you, babe, the best babe. 
Yeah, yeah no, that wait, was great. Let me want, babe. That was really funny. Like, I think we both giggled at the fact that she was just like, I really need to talk to you. He's like, love you, babe. <laughs> like, Whatever, yeah. bitch. No, 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 totally listening. No, yeah, I was trying to get a book deal. <laughs> also, speaking of boyfriends, uh, why Toby just this entire season, or maybe in the entire series, is just always coming back from somewhere. Like, why yes. I feel like any episode we watch, it's always like the episode when Toby comes back after being away for extended a period mm-hmm. of time for no definite reason. It's like, oh. Well, Toby, I feel like, is this, like, wanderer, like, on-the-road, James Deeney kind He's of character. But the thing that drives me nuts is that every time he comes back, Spencer's always saying she's sorry for something. Yeah. Which she should never be sorry for. Oh, my for. God, you're so right. And while this show is commended for being a show about women that is not solely focused on men, it is so ridiculous. Ridiculous how her here we have the smartest girl in the group yep. just always dealing with this guy who doesn't really treat her right. Yeah. I don't like I I challenge people, show me the times that Toby's actually done right by Spencer. And like really, really loved her the way that healthy love is. That's such a strong statement, but it could not be more true. And it's, like, funny because we don't even, like, think about that all the time, right? I mean, I feel like it's, like, something that their spoby is so, like, lifted up on this pedestal, and it's, like... But especially, I mean, this episode, it was so dreamy. I mean, we were both, like, I'm gonna throw... We were, like, old ladies on the teacup ride. We're, like, oh, it's spinning. Look at the spinning. Right. The camera keeps spinning while they're hugging. I'm gonna be sick. Right. Like, it was It was just so ridiculous. Love lift us up where we belong, but they don't belong there. Um, and then she loses her V-card dispenser in this oh episode. Oh, my God. Are Spen- you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Spencer and Toby losing V-Card is, like, huge. And but it was the most boring sex uncomfortable. It was very boring, and it also made me uncomfortable, because I just think about, like, how I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It makes you uncomfortable. I'm going to pour more wine. You're going to feel better. Oh, please. Oh, my God. Sue, this is, like, the gift that keeps on giving. I thought we were out. Yeah. There's. Oh, my gosh. No. You know why that's great? It's Old Parcel. <laughs> Old parcel. Gift that keeps on giving. Gift that keeps on giving. Brought to you by Karen A. Oh, yeah. Just, just finish her off. More. Let's do this. I got about 15 minutes where I have to give my cat insulin. Let's do this. <laughs> Living our best lives. Living our best lives. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, the Toby and uh, Spencer thing was ridiculous. Penis and vagina. Emily continues to just be the worst. Actually, it's funny because I remember a time when Emily was my favorite. And then in re watching episodes, because now I feel like she is so the worst at the current time in PLL, and now, re-watching old episodes, I don't know if it's just, like, I'm looking through a different lens, but, mm-hmm. like, she, kind of seems like she was always the worst, and I just didn't notice. Like, in this episode, she's yeah. all like, I love Paige, who's the worst, and I choose her over you guys. I'm gonna be icy to you, because you're just trying to help me. I don't know, she just drives me nuts. I feel like Emily can be a strong character at times, but I think we've talked about this before, that it's, like, I don't think Emily's ever truly had a solid foundation of characterization. True. Like, it's like, she's a lesbian, she's out, she's not outspoken, she's not smart, she's she's like kind of sporty, but like, it's not like she's the tough one that's always going to fight people. Right, right. You know, like. And, and I'm not saying she's not smart, and right. she's not well-spoken or outspoken, but, like, compared to the group, it, it's it's kind yeah. of like she's the hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, but she's not even, like, the face, like, of, like, the A-team. Right. Not the Pretty Little Liars A-team. I mean, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So, like, but she's just not even, like, the, like, sexy one. I just... I feel like that's the thing that is tough about the Emily character is that I really do want to like her because I feel like she's genuinely the most compassionate of everybody. Oh, definitely. But I don't know what her purpose is on this, like, girl squad of sleuthing team. 
she's just like I feel comes off, and especially compared to characters who like they try. I mean, like obviously, part of Hannah's character is to be sort of like charmingly dim-witted in certain capacities, right? But actually, but then, secretly super smart. Exactly. And then it's like here's Emily, who like I think is supposed to come off as a little more sharp, but really she makes arguably the most terrible choices. I mean, with maybe. Uh, Spencer in a close second or a close first, always yeah. assuming who A is. But then Emily is just like such a horrific judge of character. It's like not, yeah. it's like almost, it's just, it's like in the same way that Spencer accusing someone new of being A so wholeheartedly, like every three episodes, is so unbelievable that she wouldn't have learned her lesson yet, which Troy herself has even said is like insane. It's like equally as unbelievable that Emily would be. So compassionate, which I think is one of the most endearing, redeeming things. But about she her character in such everyone, every guess, vagina is like an open heart for her. And maybe it is supposed to be like the opposite side of like she is so compassionate, so her heart is maybe too open, and she's like seeing the best in everybody when she shouldn't. But if that's what it's supposed to be, to me, it doesn't read that way. It just reads as like ridiculous and not likable because it's just she's too absurdly. A terrible judge of character. Do you think when Shay Mitch NYC listens to our podcast, if she does, she is sad when we badmouth? No, I think she's we're not badmouthing Shay. I think she Shay as a person seems magical, and I love her Snapchat. But the character is getting tired. Now I feel like as much as Shay Mitch NYC loves Shay, I feel like she's a very grounded right. Person. She's not an super apologist. Okay. No, I don't think so. I think that she's a. I I, I have to say. One of my favorite PLL pals. Oh, she's the best. Shout yeah. out to Shayna Jenner. I feel like we and I, and I think that I have to stop and say that everyone that I've met through this podcast is great. Has been magical. It's so fun to have, like, a PLL community. Now, yeah, right? It's a really nice community, and I think that it's something that everyone who listens, and I feel like we also think... Uh, as well, it's just like it's nice to know that other people think about this show as, as much as we, we do, exactly. <laughs> Which is uh, very real. <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk about the Caleb storyline. Oh my gosh. So where did Caleb get the gun? Where did he get the goddamn gun? Is it because he killed a man in Reno just to watch him die? That's, we can only assume. Well, we find out in later episodes, so he admitted that, like, when he was living there in Allentown. Yeah. Living there in Allentown. I mean, don't even get along, Island Girl. Started on <laughs> Billy Joel. We'll be here all night. <laughs> oh, give me a piano, man. <laughs> um, so... But when he was in Allentown, he uh, was, like, in with a bad crew. And that's what he tells Hannah. And yeah. then, like, later he was kind of like, somebody kind of died. Yeah, like, someone may or may not have died yeah, like, at my hand. Yeah, so it's kind of like, he's been like, I stole cold, killed a motherfucker. Right. So was that the gun from that? Like, and the, it never comes up that there was, like, the cops were like, why do these teenagers have a gun? Oh, right. well, I guess it's Pennsylvania. Right, right. It must be fun. Um, Probably for hunting. Yeah. Which but, I can say because I'm from there. Hashtag first day of every hunting season is on a school holiday. Yeah, it is. It's uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? There's like three of them. It's like the yeah. first day of every specific hunting season Yeah, is a holiday, which I never knew was like not a, a thing ever a wild thing until yeah. I moved out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I feel like that's why my brother became a teacher. <laughs> he was like, look at all these bitches. Um, but yeah, so, and I like that the fact that they show the gun and you know it's going to go off. Yes. Well, did it, okay, which brings, this is the last note I wrote and then said go to town for the rest of the Sue. But the last thing I really noted was that, um, are we supposed to believe that the gun, is it supposed to be that the gun went off accidentally or that... Nate slash Lyndon James was, like, not actually dead and came back. As they say, they always come back for one last... I think we're supposed to infer that's what happened. Which one? Accidentally? Or yeah, the, the, yeah. I think that he... Oh, he, like, he thought he was dead, but he came yeah. back for one last... Because she put it down and hugs him, and yeah. then it goes off. Yeah. Like, the, the, the light yeah. circulates. And, they go, like, and then I remember actually watching this the first time being, like, 
I'm like, just fucking kill Kayla. Oh like, God. what the fuck happened? It was a weird scene, and like, it's a weird thing when we watch it. Like, it literally still, we watch it how many times, and it still kind of makes me, like, I brace myself. Oh, yeah. And so I, I still jump every yeah. time I hear the shot. Because it's just, it's so beautifully horrific. Yes. In that touch. Because I'm not a big horror person, but I like the suspense that is built and created and fulfilled in that scene. I agree, and I am a big horror person, and I love it. Also, Googling, unless you already have Sue, do we know who, oh, directed by Ron Lagomarsino. I don't know if I'm familiar with this work, but I thought this episode was well-directed. Yeah, no, it was really well-directed. Um, I think that I would like to talk a little bit about Lyndon slash Nate. Please do. Um... He is so Michael Jackson thriller creepy. <laughs> there are so many times where I'm just like really like I feel very much like I'm just waiting for his eyes to like blink and the wolf eyes to show up. Like it is. That's a very great way to describe it. It, it just feels because especially like when they're walking through the wood, like when they're running through the woods and he finds her and he like shows up. It's so much like. I, I just really felt very thriller video. Um, also, I think I mentioned this when we were watching him too. Disagree. Oh, that's my alarm to get my cat in. So it's okay. I still have time. That was just to remind me the time is approaching. Um, I always think of the Family Guy joke. I don't want to wait for my lunch to get there. I want to eat. Sorry. Well, I should explain if I haven't already on this podcast. That is my ringtone because, like, 17 years ago, JK, maybe before, when I worked on a talk show where James Vanderbeek was the guest, we did this cold open where the joke was that the co-host walks by in the cold open, and his phone, like, ringtone is Dawson's Creek theme. And we used my phone for it, and I just, in however many years, yeah, it's literally been, like, four years, I just never, never changed it, because I think it's fun. Anyways, I said that uh, <laughs> Lyndon James slash Nate is very, is handsome. objectively handsome. He's very symmetrical. He's very classically, ob- objectively good-looking. And Sue disagreed. I think it's just his classic features. His hairline, it doesn't really? look good. His hairline's weird. I mean, you can feel feelings, but, like... Or you could just say that he's... Well, that's what I mean. I don't think I necessarily feel like... It's not that I actually, like, am tingly looking at him, but it's just I feel like he's very objectively, like... If you were in a lineup, you'd be like, yes, your features are very objectively, classically, symmetrically good-looking. I want to paint you. I wouldn't not have sex with you, but I'm not necessarily compelled. Fair enough. Okay. Um... He never says that he kills Maya. That's and I the think thing. it's so ambiguous. Listen. And like I can watch this episode a bazillion times and I will and I have. But it's just it's crazy to me. So he wants to take Paige. Yes. Because Emily has taken Maya. Right. But um he took Maya. <laughs> if he's not a killer. So that doesn't make Listen, sense. I'm with you. I thought the same exact thing. And he said, that. does that mean that he thinks that Emily killed Maya? Or is it just an emotional thing? And, like, it, it was it, if, like, I just wish that he had said something like, I feel like if, if I couldn't have Maya, no one could. Because that would have made it a little bit better. But it just, and maybe that... It's on a cutting room floor somewhere, but it... Oh, that's a good point. It's interesting that you say that, because especially, like, um, talking to Jim Titus a couple weeks ago, it's interesting how many things might end up on the cutting room floor that were somewhat integral to the plot that we never see. I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, and it's understandable, because... You think that it's like, oh, it's, well, it's an hour-long show. Well, no, it's probably actually a 42-minute, 45-minute, more like yeah, 42 absolutely. Probably, and they cut um, minute show, and you have only so much to give, but it's like, if you're looking for places to put that information, we can give you several Felicia storylines that you could get rid of. Right. Oh, Felicia. Um, 
can well, this is a hold on late breaking um, live action news <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because I was uh, the fan that I shouted out at the beginning of the episode, Katie. Yeah. Katie underscore K M C E L R O. She just tweeted us now, and she said she's drinking wine, drinking wine in honor of you lovely ladies and your podcasting tonight. So cute. I love you, Katie. And then she said, Chelsea, I'm interested to know what Sue said about my Will and Cece question. It's like <laughs> you're, it's like you're in our brains, because yeah. we were talking about it. Um, did she really kill him? What do we... I, I do kind of believe that she really did I kill him, but what do you think? I am fascinated to see Sarah Harvey's story. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that that is an interesting part of the mystery, and I don't know if Cece killed Wilden. I think it's really interesting because there are a lot of dead bodies unaccounted for that were kind of like, okay, so Cece killed all of them. But I don't know, like, so I watched um, the episode before The Silence of Eddie Lamb last night, like, okay, so it makes sense that Cece would have killed Eddie to keep her secret because right. Eddie was about to spill it. Right. And it, but she didn't kill her mom, and she actually didn't kill Allie. She right. didn't kill Bethany. Right. She. Oh, interesting point. Who else was there? She, did she kill Garrett? I don't think so. Probably not. So, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. So it's like, really, if A plus B equals C, did she really then kill anybody? So we have Mona as A, Cece as A, and I think Bethany is like a bigger part of it. And I you think that's Sarah, Sarah and Bethany are twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that's what's that's going on. That's the twin reveal that was going I think happen. that the yeah. Sarah-Bethany yeah. storyline is the Allie Courtney storyline yeah. from the book. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. I would love. I'm fine with that. I think that would make me really happy, and I'm really excited to watch it unfold. I hope it doesn't take all yeah. of season six B. Um, I think if they're smart, what they'll do is especially drawing from like how I think we can all agree and they agree that like the CC storyline was just dragged out too long, and that fans can get on board with new mysteries if you just believe that we can. So like wrap it up. Yeah. And give us something new then in season seven. Well, I'll watch for they, the rest of my life. If you yeah. just keep refreshing it, I mean, like, I don't care. I think that's what the he is. I think yeah. that um, Sarah and Bethany are going to be tied together, and he is someone... Who's going to extend through seven. I think so. I like that. I'm on board with that. Um, and I'm interested to see who he is. And I feel like I wouldn't mind them going through the dad suspects, and I would love to see someone... Get back at Mr. Marin yeah. for his horrible mess. Oh, um, I like that. And I would also love uh, Peter Hastings to be involved with that. Um, yes. I just okay. also want more of Peter Hastings. I love that actor. I love that character. I I think he's so great. How and knowing that he has a really f- great sense of humor, Yes. I I just want him on PLL constantly. Um, and also in my life. Uh... I love the part with Caleb and the pink fuzzy lamp. That's <laughs> where Hannah almost kills him with that, or yes. supposedly, quote unquote. Allegedly. Um, that was really cute. And then my last note is the walkie-talkie app oh, yes. that they That's have strange. at the, cre- the courtyard. I mean, I think that there's always like this, like, um, I think it's pretty little grown men, and I may have brought this up before, said that they have a friend who's like a science person who does, like, science communication stuff, okay. that was going to go through, like, what's real and what's not of Pretty Little Liars, and I really hope they do that, because I would love to hear it, but I think we're always supposed to kind of believe that, like, Caleb is, you know, the MacGyver of computers and can kind of always make things happen. Sure. But I was, like, how much fun would it be if we just had, like, a walkie-talkie app that we could, like, I, I mean, there's so many different apps and so many different ways that we communicate with each other, but, like, walkie-talkies are super fun. They're super fun. It's such a throwback. I remember, like, getting walkie-talkies, and it was just like, what? I can talk to you over there and I'm over here? And it's like, it's not like as if we didn't have telephones oh, yeah. 20 years ago, but it's like, walkie-talkies just felt so much cooler and more exciting. You're like, oh, my God. But it's also, it's a weird thing where you don't feel like you're totally 
on the phone. Yeah, you feel like you're... Because you, you can just... Interventing the system. Yeah. So, um, I totally want to, like, walkie-talkie with you. I'm like, that would be so fun. Sue, if we were, like... Can we... I feel like we're close enough. Oh, my God, Sue. I'm, like, not even kidding in this moment. How fucking fun and random would it be? Because we're close enough, like... Impressive. We should, of our neighborhood. Yeah, we should have those little, like, um... What are they called? Just, like, CBs. We should get, like, CBs and just be like... So I feel like that would be super fun. Meet me at Judy Punch. Okay, real talk, I have to give my cat insulin, but what, right. what is our wrap-up? Also, pretty little grown men. Why are we not doing a podcast together? I yeah, feel like we like, always talk about it, then we don't really connect. interesting because I feel like every, like it's um, my dating life where I'm, they're like, let's get together. And I'm like, all right, you let me know. Here are the things for next three. And then they're like, like bang. chirp, chirp, chirp. Um, pretty little grown men. But Cabernet gonna, at gmail.com. Yeah. Like, let's, let's make dreams come true. Let's Let's do our dreams. Yeah, that's true. Well, wait, are we sleeping on that they have an email? Because I know we've direct messaged them through Twitter, but I'll be, I always am bad about Twitter when DMs. I, I lose track of them. Last yes, listen to them, they said that they didn't remember their login to their Got email. It. Okay, we can keep tweeting at them. Or email us. For yeah, or, just, or guys, just tweet at them and tell them that they should talk to us and We'll make it happen. I mean, I think that there's a lot of fun things that are going to happen during the bridge season. We've got so much going on. Next week, you can listen to us talk about the movie Spring Breakers. Breakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, with uh, Corey, uh, our good, good pal. Best friend of the podcast. Uh, and it was, it was just such a fun time. And I'm really excited and embarrassed. Guys, wait for that Oh my one. god, the intro is so good. Um, and I'm excited to listen to that episode back because I feel like it's one of those that now looking back... Back, I'm just like, what did we even talk about? I don't remember. Oh, so I remember, like, and I'm embarrassed as <laughs> No! Um, so I told funny. my friend Dennis about it, and I was like, Dennis, like, because <laughs> I was so excited for him to listen, because I'm like, it's finally an episode of our podcast that you could, like, get without right. watching the show. Right. And he was just like, and he was like, oh, great. And I was like, but... <laughs> You need to still be my friend after you hear what happens in the beginning. That's such a that's good like tease. A, yeah. That's such it's a good It's real tease. talk, though. It's real talk. Uh, so, everyone likes my fresh takes of real talk. Guys, we've got to get uh, Snooky his meds. I do get him to Snooky, but... So, please hashtag if you made it to the end, and uh, keep listening and giving us your theories and feedback, and I feel like we, get, we brought up a lot of issues that... You guys can talk to us about this time. We brought up a lot of hard-hitting issues, so get at us. Real talk, fresh takes, let's do it. Heck yes. Uh, Bye! Bye. (laughs) I love when we sing the outro. (laughs) (laughs) How about some Cabernet? Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?